And welcome to Harmonics. I'm Gregory Correa, your host, and today I'm actually going to do a review of seeing Paul McCartney on May 6th with some very dear friends, my Betsy's, you know, um, Deborah and Barry and my beautiful wife Victoria. We went to go see Paul McCartney. I waited 58 years to see Paul McCartney, and what a show it was. But let's go back a little bit. The first time I actually seen Paul McCartney is when he was with the Beatles, when they were on Ed Sullivan, February 9th, 1964. It changed my life. I wanted to be Paul McCartney because I'm left-handed, but there was no left-handed guitars when I was that young at 12 years old when I seen that. But for me, it was really interesting to see the living legend himself. I was so excited. Of course, before we went in, Deborah, Barry, and Victoria and I, we partaked in food and a lot of other different things so that we could enhance our experience that we were going to have with Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney is one of the greatest songwriters of the 20th century. It is absolutely amazing to actually see him, but he did a 36-song set. 36-song set, and he's 79 years old. It reminds me of Mick Jagger, Keith Richard, and Ronnie Wood of the Stones, how they continue their plight during the British invasion. Of course, it happened in 64. But I was so excited to be able to see Paul McCartney live in flesh. So let's get with that little review that I want to talk about. He came out and the crowd just roared, re roared, and he was just amazing. Did his little Paul McCartney little thing that he normally does. Seemed so likable, so humble. And then he started the song that we all remember, at least I do. Can't buy me love, love. Can't buy me love, You know, from Hard Day's Night. And all these visions when he was doing, I was thinking of Ringo. I was thinking of George Harrison. And of course, John Lennon, what an opener. And he continued just to be just this magnificent performer on stage. He started doing wing songs. He went back to the Beatles and went, can't you get you into my life? Just all these great songs that he did come on to me. You know, let me roll another wings thing. Followed by he did a jam by Foxy Lady, by Hendrix, and told the story how Hendrix came out when he was there, and everybody from the English elite went to go see Hendrix, and Hendrix opened up with Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, and they were so thrilled that Jimmy actually did it. Even though his guitar was out of tune at the end of that, but we'll tell you that at a different time. But it was just Paul McCartney, and his band was absolutely fabulous, sang Getting Better, he went to Women and Wives, and then he dedicated a song to his wife, Nancy, and they did My Valentine. After that, he did 1985 by the Wings, 
and then he dropped right down in, Baby, I'm amazed at the way you move me all the time. Did Baby, I'm amazed. And you know, for me, that is sort of like a song that, God, only Paul McCartney could write it, right? And how he sings it. But it was just so magnificent, and people were cheering, and, you know, and he, he started to do it. Another song, I Just Seen a Face. I Just Seen a Face. He did that. He went into an old um, Quarryman song that I didn't really recognize. It did sound a little bit dated, but then he did Love Me Do, the first song that they ever recorded. And I still have that 45, Love Me Do. Wow, 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 you know, love, love me do. You know, it's just things in my life that you remember those songs and how they still are relevant today, how how great the Beatles were and how great Paul was. And it was it was just just beautiful. Then he did a thing called Dance Tonight. He jumped right into Blackbird and talked about how he really wrote the song because of the civil rights movie. They were watching it on TV, how black resistance was trying to get their rights, trying to get their rights. And he was seeing all the riots being caused and how the white racists in the South were treating black, our black citizens. So sad. And he wrote Blackbird. And they had this beautiful screen with the Blackbird kind of like moving along. It was just, it was absolutely magnificent. Um, he dedicated a song to John Lennon called Here Today. He did uh, Queenie Eye. Then he jumped right back into another Beatle call, uh, song called Lady Madonna. Hey, Lady Madonna. Everybody was singing. It was such a great concert. I was singing almost every song that I could actually recognize. Some of the songs in Wings, I don't know. And some of his newer stuff, I don't know either. But the Beatle tunes, obviously, growing up in that era from 64 to 1970. I, I had all the Beatle albums. I still do. Um, he did that, and then he did Fun You. And then he did a, a benefit for Mr. Kite that comes off of... Um, the Sgt. Pepper album. And you know, to hear that was pretty amazing too, because that's back in the day when psychedelic drugs were pretty heavy at that time. And believe me, I partaked. So, I mean, it was great. Then he did something uh, that George Harrison wrote, and he sang it with a ukulele that George Harrison gave him. And it was basically, something in the way she moves. Just a beautiful song. Frank Sinatra sang that song, and he considers it one of the greatest songs that he ever sang, but one of the greatest love songs ever written. So if you ever get a chance, listen to Frank, how Frank sings it. You know, the chairman, you got to mention the chairman, man. Frank sang something by George Harrison. It was absolutely amazing. Then he broke out into Oblabdi, Oblada, and that was good. It was wonderful. Uh, my nephew, uh, Luis Gonzalez, he played that when he was a child. And it was kind of interesting to hear that. And, and you know, I, I thought of Louise when, that, when he did that. That's on the White Album. Um, then he went back into, You Never Give Me Your Money. One of the greatest songs I've ever heard for me. I love that song when I first heard it. Uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Debbie, who um, 
I just love, we've known each other for over 50 years. We've been fans, and she's seen the Beatles. I, I mean, not the Beatles, but she's seen George at least four or five times. I mean, not George, but Paul at least four or five times. And we were talking on the phone, and she goes, she came in through the bathroom window. I don't know if Deb did, but she might have gone into that bathroom. But um, they did get back, you know, boom, 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 boom. Jojo was a man, and you just, you know, you just are rocking. He did a little segment, too, during the show where he asked, all the boys don't talk, and all the girls, I just want you to scream. And they screamed, and it was so deafening. And he goes, that's what it sounded like in 66 at Candlestick Park. It must have sounded like that every time, because that's why, really, why they stopped playing live. It was, it was just, it, they were just beautiful. It was just great. He did Ben on the Run, which I feel that it's one of my favorite songs. Uh, if you ever get a chance to hear Ben on the Run, you should, because it's just a great, and the cover, I love the cover with, you know, Christopher Lee and, and James Colbert, two of my favorite actors, and there's others. Uh, of course, Lady Linda McCartney was on it. It's just great. You know, uh, Ben on the Run, just that rhythm of that song. It just, and he just sang it so well. He was in such top shape. Um, it was, it was great. It was really great. Um, he did Let It Be, which, he, you know, it's about really when his mother came to him and told him, hey, Paul, let it be. And obviously it was dedicated to Julian Lennon, John Lennon's son. Uh, magnificent. Uh, it just knocked me off. It just knocked me out of my seat. It's just pretty amazing. He did Live and Let Die by the Wings. Man, let me tell you, when they did all that pyro stuff, you could feel the heat, but the song was magnificent. You know, I thought of James Brown, you know, you know what I mean? Dude, I felt, I've, you know, it just, it was just a great, great show, great production, high class. You know that it was great. It's Paul McCartney. He ended his, the set with Hey Jude, and that's another one that just blows my mind. Um, just incredible. Hey Jude is also about Julian Lennon. Uh, he came back. There was about a 15-minute interlude. Um, everybody kind of rested. Obviously, you could smell the scent of good smoke throughout. Uh, people were having a great time. The people where we sat, we had great seats. Uh, my wife was having a great time. We were having a great time. It was just great. The people, the vibe was just Old school, new school. It's nice to see that. Um, they came back, they looked fresh, and they came out, and Paul McCartney did a thing, thanks to Peter Jackson, they did a thing called, I Got a Feeling. I got a feeling, a feeling deep inside. They did that. But the most important thing what Peter Jackson did is that they could simultaneously, Paul turned around, and there's John Lennon singing from the rooftop, of Get Back, I Got a Feeling. That was pretty emotional for me to see that because it was really sad when John Lennon did pass or was murdered. It's always been, it's always bothered me, uh, a senseless death. Then they picked it up and they did birthday. You say it's your birthday. Yeah, 
Man, that was a good feeling. I thought there was going to be a birthday cake or something coming out. The visuals that they were doing on the screen were outstanding, but I really wanted a, to tell you the truth, I wanted a birthday cake from Old Danville Bakery by my sister Karen. You know, it just that's what I felt like when I wanted to have that. You know, I don't know why I was thinking that, but I said earlier, I partake before we got in. So anyhow, so then they started going, they did Helter Seltzer, which I think is just an amazing song. Uh, they did, they blistered it. I mean, what I mean by blistered it, you go to the top, going to the top, you know what I mean? And it was just magnificent. Great song. Great song. Great interpretation. Great Paul McCartney. Then they did Carry That Weight. I'll tell you. Carry That Weight. And then they did The End. Was like the finale of when you heard their albums back in the day. And when you ever heard that album and clapped it, played it, and his band is spectacular. But when they do stuff like that, you just get all these memories. You get Paul, you get George, you get Ringo, you get John. All these songs that these guys did over a period of time. The Beatles were truly one of the greatest groups of all. In my mind, they've always stand out. The Beatles, the Rolling Stones, Michael Jackson, Van Halen, Led Zeppelin. You know, you could go on and on, but those guys will live on forever. Aerosmith, ACDC, but there's only one Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney is a world treasure. May God bless Paul McCartney and may you sing till you're a hundred if it's possible. And all you need is love in this world. So I want to thank you for bidding the time of me just to say how great the show was. But we all need love in this world. Peace in the world. Love and peace to Ukraine. And peace to all of you. Love you all. Peace. This is Gregory Korea, the host of Harmonics. Peace and love.